Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. So good to have you today. And I've got Pastor John Welch with me today. Uh, I was going to say apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, but I don't want to put that all on you. Oh, thank you, Pastor. That's a lot of weight <laughs> to put on me, <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, he is the lead pastor here at Life United. Uh, work, we work together, and we're seeing God do some great things yeah, really awesome. here and in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Yeah. And uh, good to have you with us today, John. It's a pleasure, Pastor. John, we've been talking about a leadership principle of pass it on. Yeah. And uh, kind of just now it's starting to get into it a little bit. We talked about David with his five stones in our last podcast, and and um, we're using David kind of as a as a, an example of some of this. Um, and um, one of the things that I just want to reiterate, and we talked about this, David got five stones because there are five giants. Yeah. But David didn't kill all the giants. Yeah. Somebody else killed one of them, and it was a mighty man of God that was raised up under. David. Yeah. And so um, uh, we've got to understand and realize that that uh, that if you can surround yourself with giant killers, there'll come a time in your life where you won't have to kill the giant. That's so good. And, um, you know, it's interesting. Well, I don't want to get into that. We better move on here. Um, but here's something I wanted to mention real quick, too. Um, David did three things, okay? Uh, after 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 this clash with Goliath, he'd kill Goliath. He had these mighty men. He was being pursued uh, by um, the, by Saul, and all sorts of things were were happening. But David did something that that I want to talk about. Okay, real quick, and 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 I'm going to start talking about passing it on. Okay, first thing David did was he fought for the people. Yes, right. Okay. That's a good point. He fought for the people. Excellent. Uh, the reason that they loved him and they talked about him slaying his, you know, his his thousands was because he fought for the people. Yeah, they celebrated. All right. So yeah. first thing David did was he demonstrated. Yeah. Okay. He fought for them. He yeah. said, look, we can do this. We can take this mountain. We can kill this giant. We can have the, a better life. We can do whatever, whatever it may be. He, first of all, declared... We can fight for them. But then, you know what he did? He gathered people to fight with him. With him. Mm. In other words, he let other people participate with him. And so that's the second thing. And then after you, first of all, demonstrate. See, I'm going to make this statement. Now, you're going to hear this more and more. Um, It's not about what you say. It's about what you do. It's very, very and John, good. you ministered that you talked about this in our staff meeting um, here um, yesterday uh, on our time, but but uh, I mean Tuesday on our time. But but I, I think what's important is if 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 um, if you're going to be a leader, first thing David did was he demonstrated. That's right. He said, "I'm going to show you how to do it, boys." Exactly. Okay. See, the giant killer that killed the giant David didn't kill. He figured out how to do it because he knew David. That's did. right. That's right. Okay? That gave him the courage. Yeah. To do it himself. Very good. And so the first thing you've got to do as a leader is you've got to fight for people, or you've got to demonstrate what you're trying to get accomplished. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And and so and one of the things I just wanted to mention, John, and um, just to brag on you, is that one of the things that we are really focusing on in our life groups, small groups. Yeah. And and you've got a small group. I do. 
And and there's a reason for that. Absolutely. You're demonstrating, hey, this is what we're going to do. Let me show you what God can do. Yeah. So you're demonstrating. Yeah. The second thing is you fight for them, uh, with them, okay? In other words, hey, why don't you participate and let's do this together? Whatever it is, let's yep. do it together. I need you in the circle with me. Yeah. So that's the second thing you do. And then the third thing you do is they'll fight for you. That's <laughs> so good. That's the third thing. Yeah, First powerful. of all, the, you fight for them, you demonstrate, then you fight with them and you participate with them. And then the third thing is they'll start fighting for you. That's so good. Here's why. Because you delegate. Yeah. You delegate. Yeah. So uh, that's one of the things that we have to understand. And, and when we talk about pass it on, it's a process. Yes. Okay. And um, uh, I'm, I am enjoying a lot of the fruit of others fighting for me. Yeah. I'm happy I'm doing that. I'm going to give you a quick testimony of something. Um, we, we have a major missions project that we're involved with. We're bringing 3,000 ministers to Arusha, Tanzania in June for a conference for a week. It's going to be a great thing. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. $78,000. Yeah. Really, if you add up everything, it's more like $85,000 yeah. total. Yeah. And um, in the past, we've just done it out of missions, and I've just gotten up and talked to people and took up special offerings. And, and I've never done this before in all the whole ministry, John. I've never done this. Mm-hmm. But I was praying. I felt like the Lord spoke to me, and he said, I want you to write a letter, number one, to key um, uh, givers in your church who have a heart for missions. Don't look at the amount that they give. Look at their heart for their consistent giving and missions. Yeah. And and then I want you to to write a letter to to ministers who are are that you have helped, you've supported, and you believed in, and ask ask those two groups to get involved with you. Yeah. Now, I just sent this letter out. It hadn't even been a week. Right. Okay. I have had four people already come up to me, John, and thank me for the letter. Yes. Not, why are you sending me an offering letter? Because yes. I asked them to help with this. Yeah, with the project. Yeah. You know why? Because they're giant killers. That's right. They're, they, are actually, they are actually doing something now. They're fighting for me. I don't have to go out and try to raise all this money or try to work and get it. They're out there and they're saying, I'm going to do this. Absolutely. You know, and I'm going to tell you something else they're going to do. They're going to tell somebody else. That's right. That's right. They're going to tell somebody else. That's right. And it may even be somebody that's not even a part of the church. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've had money come in from people that don't even go to our church. Wow. So, in fact, I, I'm not I'm not soliciting money today, but if the Lord's speaking to you about that, then do something. Absolutely. You can go online and do it. Just market Africa. Yeah. And, and do it in missions. But that's not my purpose for that, right. saying that. Right. But. But it shows you that you can get to a place in your life where other people will take up the mantle. They they want to help. Absolutely. I mean, they're thanking me. Stop me in the lobby at the church. Thank you, Pastor, for including me and send and and asking me to be a part of this. Yeah, yeah. And and not only doing that, but giving me a check. Right. Or, or putting <laughs> the, giving, giving the money. Right. So I believe we're going to have all that money. I believe that. I I, I really do. I believe we're going to see all all of that money. So. The thing you've got to do, first of all, is you fight for them. Yep. 
which is demonstration. Then you fight with, with them, them, which is participation. That's good. And then they start fighting for fight you. Fight for you. That is so good, yeah. Pastor and Sam. Yeah, and I love that. And and uh, so you, you've got to know that and understand that. And and if you do, you can see God do some, some amazing things. So I want to talk in regard to that about, you know, obviously those are different seasons in your life. Right. But when you're a leader, you've got to recognize which season you're in. That's good. Are you fighting for? Yes. That are that you season, fighting with? Right. Are they fighting for you? Right. Okay. I dare say that most of the people listening to this podcast are not the ones that are fighting for right. you. Right. You're in the other two. You're right. either doing it yourself or, the or you're, you've got people that you're fighting with. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing that I want to mention today about this in regard to this whole sequence about this is is this. Because it takes it kind of in a little little, um, little different vein, but it's basically the same. First thing you do is you honor those who came before you. This is true. Second thing is you celebrate those that are around you. Right. And then the third thing is you encourage those coming behind, behind you. Behind you, yeah. Okay. So you got three Three steps with the fighting for them, fighting with them, and the and delegating. You also have you honor those before you, you celebrate those around you, and you encourage those who are coming behind. So you've got you're always doing something. My I, I'm in the season of my life right now. Bottom line, where I'm encouraging those coming behind me. Yes. that's where I am. Yeah. Um, and and obviously I celebrate those around me as well. Sure. But yeah. But but. That's where I am in my fight. Yeah, you know if you if you understand the concept there, and you you go look at this in the Word of God, and you find you know Paul, there was Paul, you know, and then the, who was the father? There was there was Barnabas who was a brother, and there were Timothy who were sons. Yep. You know, they were all That's so good. They were all part of this this working that that God has. So here's the point. Okay, we're talking about pass it on. You must prepare someone. To follow. Right. You listen to what I'm saying. If you're a leader, you have to you have to provide someone to follow. Um if you don't, either what you're doing is gonna fall to the ground, yeah. or now listen to this, those that you mentor and train will step in. Without stumbling, it's so good. Okay, yep. if you don't do it, but if you take somebody and you 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 work together, you flow together, you speak a vision, you speak what God's heart is, then all of a sudden they can step forward without stumbling. It's so good. Okay, wow. And uh, to be honest with you, John, I stumbled a lot when I first started because, and I don't mean this in a negative way. I don't think my pastor understood how to help me. Right. Okay? Right. I needed it. Yeah. But he didn't understand how to do it. Sure. He was he, he was trying to take care of everything he could do. Yeah. Which was pretty overwhelming at the time. Trying to keep his head above the water, exactly. so to speak. Right? And so he didn't understand that. Well, I don't want to be that way. Mm. You know, I want to be able and, – and because of what the Lord showed me, I can do that because my success is not based on me fulfilling the vision. Right. Yeah. Okay? I may have the vision – but my success is not based on that. But if you if you take somebody and you mentor them, 
and train them. And I don't mean train and, and to be just like you. That's and we're right. going to talk about right. that in the future. Uh, I, that's not what I'm talking about. But but mentor someone, then they can step into a place without stumbling. Wow, that's what you want, Callie. Yeah, that's really what you want in ministry. Is you want somebody to take your vision forward without stumbling. Mm. And, and, and it be something that, that God could do. Not only preserve the vision, but take it to new heights. New heights. To yeah, do to more. promote it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in order to do that, there are a lot of things that you're going to have to do. And our time's up, so we'll have to talk about that in our next podcast. But there are some things that you're going to have to do in order for that to happen. And I'm going to tell you something. Listen, I don't care where you are in your process whether you're fighting for 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 people, you're fighting with them, or they're fighting for you, you better learn what I'm saying. This is pastor. This is you know. You invaluable. better learn what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, because you've got to prepare somebody else uh, behind you so that they don't stumble in what they do. Pastor, can I say something just briefly? Absolutely. Um, for those who are listening, I would encourage you not to listen to these podcasts just once. Go back and listen to them over and over and over again because there are so many layers in these in what's being said here that you want to make sure that you go back and you explore each layer and you absorb and um, pull out from yeah. each layer the thing that God's speaking to yeah. you. So I encourage you to do that. Awesome. I just felt prompted to say that. Amen. Praise God. Well, God bless you. Till next time. God bless. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.